Howdy, y'all! Today on We Ship It, we have a fun one planned. As you know, We Ship It is the podcast where we talk about our favorite and not-so-favorite couples from literature, TV, movies, you name it, of all time. So we're excited today. Devin, why don't you talk about what we're going to be talking about? Absolutely. And today we're going to discuss Ben and Leslie from Parks and Rec. These two nerdy, ambitious Pawnee City Hall employees stole our hearts. Do we ship it? Listen to find out. Hey, hey, I'm Steph. And I'm Devin. And welcome to the We Ship It podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about Ben and Leslie from Parks and Rec. You can all come at me for this following statement, you included, Devin. (laughs) But I always liked Parks and Rec better than The Office. (laughs) We'll see. Unpopular opinion. I know, Devin, don't kill me. I'll try not to. (laughs) Yes, this is one of my favorite comedy shows and I know I always freaking say that whatever we're talking about is my favorite but I do love Parks and Rec. It's true it's true but anyway uh, we knew we had to discuss our favorite Pawneeans these two have adorable moments make sacrifices for each other and have the cutest quirks they're adorable yes they do um i so i just wanted to give a quick summary before we start talking about our favorite little pawnee good there. call good call yes but before i do reminder i just want to say spoiler alert spoiler Excuse me. yes if you haven't seen parks and rec first of all go do so but second of all note that we are going into details about the plot during this we ship it episode so be on your guard so Moving on, in the beginning, when these two meet, Ben is a hard-butt auditor dude, and Leslie is a successful city hall department head. Over time, they realize that they ha- they actually have feelings for one another, but they can't start dating because of the rules of city hall that employees can't date. The two begin dating in secret, however, and are eventually forced to tell Chris their superior. Chris makes them go through a trial, which ends in Ben's termination and Leslie's two-week suspension. Um, but the two keep dating, and you know, over time, each has opportunities arise to succeed. They make sacrifices for one another. Um, they're really cute together, and they support each other through them all. Until eventually, Ben proposes, which... I cannot wait to talk about that scene. <laughs> um, and the two get married spontaneously at City Hall. So then we kind of flash forward in the last, I guess, season or epilogue. I don't know yeah. how to explain it, but we flash forward and see that the two have triplets together and have enormous success together as this power couple, which I love. Um, so, yeah. I love this show. (laughs) (laughs) Sing it loud, sing it proud. There you go. Um, And with that, let's dive right in. Let's do it. Okay. Number one, should Ben and Leslie have jeopardized their jobs for love? Yikes. (laughs) Uh, I really don't know if doing so was the best thing for them. I mean, in the Mm. long run, yeah, sure, great, maybe, but like... They end up being stronger together because of all the obstacles that they encountered over the years. However, looking at it from the beginning of the relationship, it's extremely risky. They Mm -hmm. put so much stress on keeping their relationship a secret that I don't think they get to fully invest in each other. Yeah. Also, both Ben and Leslie are career driven. 
They spent a good chunk of their lives getting to where they are today. So it doesn't make sense that they would jeopardize their goals for, for this. Um, but if you're looking at it in an impractical manner, you could say that what they had was so great that they would potentially throw it all away for this kind of love, this beautiful, mm-hmm. all-consuming love. And I will say that it is a great love story to tell the kids about. Eh? 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 It is. And I have to say, I honestly think they should have jeopardized their jobs for love because I think it's a stupid rule to begin with. (laughs) Um, Whenever there's a show with that trope about, the oh, we can't date because we're at work, like blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, I may have a biased view here because they're so cute and the two of them, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say right off the bat whether or not I ship it, but I think you're going to get it pretty easily throughout the episode. <laughs> um, but the two of them had something real. I think that this rule generally is put in place because it's trying to stop two people like who are maybe in an uncomfortable, lusty relationship who, you know, maybe like a relationship between a superior and an employee um, that just is not appropriate. But what these two had was very different to me. Um, The fact that they struggled to break this rule that they, you know, they just were so concerned about it the whole time. It just shows you what kind of responsible people they were, what kind of like delicate, how delicately they handled like important situations. And I think that that says a lot about who they are as characters um, and who they will be in relationship to each other. So I I do think that they should have. I honestly don't think they should have done the whole bribery thing. Like (laughs) I think they should have just come forward from the beginning. Um, I know Chris probably would have said no, but then at least like instead of going through a trial, Ben could have made the decision to just leave rather than right. like go through all that crap before having to do That's so. That's true. Um, but yeah, I think they should have broke the rules because screw those rules, man. Screw <laughs> all right. Number two, uh, <laughs> Leslie has had her fair share of relationships throughout the seven seasons. So she didn't end up with yep. Ben. Who would you have liked to see her with? I think there's only one answer to this oh. question. I don't know, Devin. You tell me. Um, okay, what's the cop's name? Oh, it is Dave Sanderson. Yeah, okay. So I think it's Dave, Mr. Cop Guy, Dave Sanderson. He, you know, he didn't meet her intellectually, which is a really important part of a relationship, but he was so good to her he was always there for her when she called and like I understand he came back and he was like trying to be like oh Leslie you should be with me which is a little bit weird after like a breakup (laughs) or whatever but at the same time he was so cute and he was so kind and like I don't know Leslie just seemed decently happy when she was with him until she started to be like I need more intellectual stimulation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But Devin, what do you think? Who do you think she would end up with? So I'm torn with this question. Um, You're torn? One, one person I would have loved to see Leslie with in the end is Justin Anderson, Anne's lawyer friend. Um, Who the heck is that? I don't even remember. <laughs> he, <laughs> um, he was... Oh, come on. Why am I blanking on this? Uh, he was the positive guy that everyone liked mm-hmm. but then he was really selfish so they kind of split from them mm. they he they went on a road trip to go get um her mom's like old lover and bring her and bring him oh. to the event and he was yes, really selfish I remember about him. it 
Mm-hmm, Anyways, mm-hmm. they just had an instant connection, but you could see very quickly that although Justin was a great guy, he was more invested in himself and the moments he could create than the relationship and Leslie's own interests. So, with that aside, I will go with my number one, as Stephanie already mentioned, the police officer. Oh, yeah. Dave Sanderson. I love how he was just so sweet and he cared deeply for Leslie and supported her crazy ambitions. While he was mm-hmm. awkward at times, that only showed how vulnerable he was around her. And when he found out about Leslie's interest, he researched them so that he yep. so that she knew that he cared for her and right. what she wanted. What um, a sweetheart he was. My it was gosh. a great shame when he was transferred away. But I mean, I could see that it wasn't going to work out. So I'm right. glad that they ended it yeah. the way that they did. Um, Me too. Like, they were pretty amicable about it. Yeah. And he was so kind. I was really hoping she wouldn't have to hurt him. But you kind of <laughs> knew, like, there were little things that he just didn't know. Don't kick the and puppy. <laughs> yes. I was like, he's so sweet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, t- I definitely agree. I think, I don't even remember that other guy. Well, I remembered him when you were talking about him. But I think that Dave was just adorable on a whole other Mm -hmm. level but next question Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what are some of your favorite all-time high moments with these two oh yeah oh yeah Um, (laughs) while these two have like so many favorite moments they have so many they really do um i'm sure you have many you all would love to share so please reach out and Mm -hmm. send them our way but one of my favorite opening relationship moments from these two ben and leslie is when Ben asked Leslie to get a beer at 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> at first, Leslie sees Ben as a threat to her department and her friends' jobs. Um, so she immediately pushes Ben off as a jerk and cold-hearted person. However, at the bar, Ben reveals that he is from Partridge, Minnesota, where he is known as Benji Wyatt and <laughs> was elected mayor Benji. at the age of 18. Um when he was elected, the city went bankrupt, and he was banned from the city. While that sucks, Ben opening up about his disaster in his life breaks their walls and starts their friendship. Um, because yeah. Leslie now sees him, sees him as someone who is willing to invest in helping Pawnee, not just mm-hmm. someone who wants to tear it apart. Um, so that's one of my favorite it. moments from the beginning. Um, another one of my favorites is when Leslie and Ben are put on trial to see whether she used her relationship with Ben to get special treatment. Um, I think it just goes to show how much they're like what they're willing to do for each other. Um, it turns into a trial of their love and their need to defend it. And it ends in both Leslie and Ben declaring their love for the other in the court records and their love being forever immortalized in Pawnee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's the downside that Ben had to resign from his job in order to save Leslie's, but you know, it goes to show little downside. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes to show uh, what these two are willing to do for each other. So I thought that was a cool moment. Yeah, I but love. There are plenty I of love, others. So what, I love what all of their moments, Devin. I really do. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, these two never really gave me the "come on, kisser" type of feels. Like I was never like, um, "Oh, this, this is very, you know, sexual" or anything. Like that's not what I got from these two. What I got was two people who really loved each other and just like wanted what's best for one another. So like some of the scenes. 
that are some of my favorites, they're not like these passionate, like steamy moments. They're actually just like everyday moments. The fun, like, quirky ones. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll get into more specifics in a minute, but I love whenever Leslie talks about Ben's butt. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is uh, so funny. I love when she when they're at a meeting and she's like, "Here, look at your yeah, look at your sheet of right. paper." And it, it it's supposed to it's say you have a cute butt, it. but Jerry gets it and she's like, "Cute butt, cute butt," because they don't want to get caught. <laughs> I love it. them. I I love when Ben looks at the the screen. It's one of my favorite oh, things his, when he yeah. does that. His little asides. Um. But the two moments that I talked about, my number one is Ben's couple's like anniversary day that he plans. Um, Love that. But like Leslie's not even a part of that. But I think it is when he goes on freaking the journey with uh, Jerry. (laughs) This show's comedy is like through the roof perfect. But basically, when he's like dressed up as Prince Charming or whatever in. his carriage and he's like doing all this stuff it's just it's clear to me it's clear even though leslie's not there that he would do anything for this woman and that's why i love that and obviously secondly their wedding i love it and we're gonna talk specifically about the wedding later so i'm not gonna go into detail here but it literally makes me cry every time i just can't so that's another moment that just really gets to me with these two love it Moving forward, um, this relationship seems like a no-brainer, but Mm. why does it take them so long to become an item? Yeah. I mean, could I just say that it adds, like, development to the show, too? And there's always that really important, like, like, what is it, stereotypical, like, we can't date because we're employees, and it just adds to, like, the suspense of it all. Um, But I think if we're going in in movie and or in show and in character, I think the two of them are scared. And like I kind of said before, it gives gives them, like, it shows their character development from two very, like, um, rigid people who won't break the rules to two people who place priorities where priorities belong. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I think it, it shows development in that. I mean, both of them are are pretty rigid on the rules, like for the rest of time anyway, especially Leslie. <laughs> but before they take this leap, I feel like particularly Leslie and Ben are like, oh my gosh, we can't do this. And then they're sneaking around and they eventually come to the light. So it shows a huge development in that. And it shows where their priorities are with that they love each other because they're willing to sacrifice for each other. So I think ultimately it, the reason is because of the rules. If right. those rules the, didn't exist, they'd probably have been together much sooner. Um, but I think it also was just a, a developmental part of the show. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, their relationship does take time to take off, but once it does, watch out because it's explosive. Yeah. Um, that being mm-hmm. said, the main obstacle, as you already mentioned, uh, that prevents them is Chris's strict rule about employees having romantic relationships. Um, they spend a series of episodes doting around the fine li- the fine line and being distraught between what they want and what they cannot have. Um, another issue they face is how they work together. They both have their own manners um, of going about their business, and we see them constantly colliding even when they finally are together. Um they are able to work together in some moments, but other times they're just butting heads. So they need to allow each other their own reign in a sense and to trust them and not have to 
um, that they that they know what they need to do, kind of sense. Because mm-hmm. um, nope. there's that moment that Leslie has the flu and Ben's like, "I'll take care of this. I'll take care of this." And she's like, "No, I got to be there. I got to be there." Oh. <laughs> so what? she does. She doesn't fully trust him in that moment, but eventually she kind of like gives over control and loses her own sense of control so that he can prove himself. So which is cool. I love these two. <laughs> um, but anyway, next question. Are there any moments you did not root for these two and what can we learn from them? So I hate bad mouthing these two. <laughs> Grr, Devin, grr. But one thing I struggle to understand is Ben's constant sacrificing of his career for Leslie. Mm-hmm. Um, ben seems to be the only one who sacrifices for their relationship so that Leslie can continue the to succeed. The only one? The only I one, I think Devin. so. He does what? this willingly. Will, uh, I'm sorry, let me repeat that. <laughs> he she does lets this... him go on campaign. Yeah, but he like loses himself so that she can continue to succeed. Yes, I know. Like he, I know. he does this willi- willingly for her on multiple occasions out of love. First resigning from his job at City Hall in order to avoid Leslie getting in trouble and later yep. quitting his job as a campa- campaign manager in Washington in order to be with her. Um, yeah but she doesn't ask for that right while they're sweet gestures they (laughs) add unnecessary stress to his life and i hate seeing this guy suffer i mean he goes through some weird phases that even leslie isn't proud of (laughs) he just he struggles to find himself in those Mm -hmm. moments i'm like what i hate seeing you struggle ben don't do this to yourself i know he's such a Um, babe but I also oh. hate the idea that the relationship starts in secret and bribery. Um, when a maintenance worker spots them kissing, Leslie tries to cover it up by offering him a gift certificate. This act causes them even more pressure and stress on their relationship, and it also acts as a Kickstarter that gets them in trouble with Chris with Chris, <laughs> Chris later Quiz. on. <laughs> so I don't like that it kind of starts in a bad spot. I love them um i love the secrecy but i also like ah, it pains me to see them also go Mm -hmm. through that as well i know i know and i you know what to answer this question like i would say i'm constantly rooting for these two it's not (laughs) it's a consistent rooting process for me um but i'd say the closest that i do come to like not rooting for them which in this moment i'm i am still rooting for them but the closest that i come is when Ben gave up on himself for her. Mm. I Like, similarly to you. Like, right. I, I don't really know. And I think Leslie agrees with the fact that she doesn't think it was the best decision. Decision I think she would have also given up her position for him. But he just got to it first. Um, and, but I do think that it's, like, it's comedically amazing because we watch Ben go through this hilarious moment <laughs> that... I when I see the claymation claymation scene, and then he makes that board game that. <laughs> exactly I'm like I feel like I've known people like this before and it's just really really funny so I understand why they had to do it honestly for for show purposes um, but I I don't love it for relationship purposes because Correct. it's not the healthiest thing in the Correct. world um, and and so I understand where you're coming from but even in that moment Ben did something so sacrificial that I still root for them. I still think to myself, like, yeah, like love is still important. Like we shouldn't have to put our careers first all the time, but I don't love it still. I'll admit that. 
Yep. Twoo wav. Twoo wav. All right, moving <laughs> Different forward. Different episode. <laughs> <laughs> what values do we take from Parks and Recreation, from both the show and from the rela- the relationships within it as a whole? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the first couple, the first thing that I have here is make your family. I oh, think from yeah. this show, and I know I probably stole from <laughs> you, okay, Devin, too, but, I, but you you'll talk, talk about, about it. it. I love it. <laughs> I won't talk too much. I just... I think this show does a great job of like showing how a bunch of people who kind of just work together can also choose to love each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all so different. You have uh, Ron Swanson's character, who is a hard ass. You have, um, you know, who else? You have Andy, who I just freaking <laughs> love every aspect Chris of Chris Pratt's big break. Uh, yeah, you love have Anne, you have Ben, you have Chris. They're all so different, but they choose to love each other and they choose to make like sacrifices for each other in relationship with each other to like like to truly be there for one another. And I think it's like it's this like Rat Pack um, ideology or not ideology, this Rat Pack mentality, like where these people are all working together, but they're also like a little family and you see them together everywhere. And probably everyone in City Hall is like... <laughs> is like jealous of their relationship with one another. <laughs> but basically it's like it's like the cast feel that you would right. get in life. Yeah, like I, I just awesome. I love it. Um the the other thing that I learned from this show is you can make waves while also respecting truth and morals. Leslie mm. is one of the most ambitious and one of the most like truth-seeking people like of any of the characters that I've ever known she follows the rules and she respects authority but she also is able to make good progress while always speaking the truth and that's something that I really love and I love Leslie for but I also love the show for because I think everyone kind of follows in her footsteps yeah, it's really there. Cool. Um, and then lastly love is absolutely key but someone who loves you should also want the best for you mm. so this kind of goes back to what we were talking about um you know, love is the most important thing. But if you do truly love someone, you're not going to just let them, you know, stew. Let them sit in their own, right. you know. Because Ben left, but I think Leslie ended up helping him out of that hole. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that's what's important is that the two of them make sacrifices for one another. And Cute. that's what true love is about. So. Cute. Cute. What about you, Devin? So one of my biggest takeaways from this series is its never-ending flood of optimism that pours from each and every uh, episode. Um, Some could say it stems from the lead herself, Leslie No, but I would argue that each character plays a role in generating this feeling of complete positivity, even Mm -hmm. the grump Ron Swanson himself. I Um, love him. (laughs) We While could do a whole episode on him, too. Just him. While a deeply silly show to its core, Parks and Recreation thrives off of the power of optimism in friends, family, marriage, community, and even the government. And who can't live without a little hope in today's culture? Mm, we need it. I know. Um, and the other piece that I love is uh, this show thrives on this idea of a family unit, like you said, mm-hmm. in the office space. While many shows work to create this feeling, Parks and Rec seems um, to succeed at this very quickly and very easily. These they people really are do. more than just co-workers. They build each other up and tear each other down. Sorry, Jerry, Gary, Larry, Terry, Barry. Oh, I love <laughs> him. Every character, I'm just like, I love him. I love him. I love him. Yeah. 
They support each other through thick and thin and will fight for each other. They are essential pieces of each other's lives, and that is what makes this show so special. Each is a critical piece of the Department of Parks and Recreation and to the show. Yeah, they really are. So I love, like, they're all huge variety in character, and I just love how they're able to come together. Speaking of which, Devin, who's your favorite? Oh, yikes. Sorry, I'm I'm this a uh, blind side over here. I, but... uh... Tom has some good one-liners. I don't like his character, but I like his one-liners that he gives off. Yeah, but he I is think, funny. But I think my favorite has to be Ben, just because he's just like the all. Ben. He's the nerd, but he's also just like <laughs> the fighter when it comes to like yep. uh, putting up with Leslie and. I don't know. I think that's. I think that would have to be my own favorites. But again, they all have like their moments. Like Ron with his uh, <laughs> down with government and yep. need to eat meat <laughs> mentality. <laughs> uh, Jerry getting picked on all the time. Yeah. Uh, Andy just being a complete idiot, but still loving I him know. all the time. <laughs> that's. I'd have to say my fa- my What's favorite, favorite? Is probably Andy. You really? Probably is Andy. I at the beginning he's a complete like schlep and I don't like him at all. Right. Because you know when he's living with Anne, it's like who the heck is this? But he just grows so mm-hmm. much, and he is the funniest part of the show. Bert Macklin. Yeah, he really. Oh my god! I just want to. I want to be Andy. I literally have on my wall. I'm looking at it right now. A quote by Andy Dwyer. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really. There well. you go. Is that one of the shining shoes? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love it. And that is my life motto, right there. Love it. But yeah, they're yes. all they're all so funny. Mm-hmm. Like April when she's just like negative about everything. Yes. But I love Donna I love and- their story too. Anna, um, Andy and um, oh April. Oh my gosh, we'll have to do an episode on that. Yeah, April. Oh. Love she, it. She actually she doesn't have feelings, but then she does. All right, yeah, Donna's hilarious too. Anyways, continuing, they're all great. They're all beautiful. Thank you for the gift of Parks and Rec. Next question: How are they portrayed as being a realistic couple and not just another fairy tale relationship? For me, Ben and Leslie are the real deal. They don't live in a fairy tale world, and they take on bigger threats than just witches and dragons. Mm -hmm. When crises arise, they are there for each other and stand by each other's sides. Um, Ben also allows Leslie to take the rein Mm -hmm. and be her own person. I mean, is there even a way to control the entity that is Leslie? Nope. No, (laughs) indeed not. (laughs) He doesn't try to be her knight in shining armor. she was self-sufficient before him, and she will continue to be just the same long after. Um, their relationship takes time. It's not all gumdrops and rainbows from the star, and that's just one thing that I love about them. It takes hard work for a relationship to thrive, and we see that with them. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think they go through their struggles. You know, They're there for each other in moments of hard decisions, and I, I feel like... We get to see in their relationship something that we all kind of go through. Obviously, not all of us are running for city council. Not all of us are running for these positions. But we do get to see the struggle of, do I choose my relationship or my ambition? Yeah, they're juggling. And we see how that works out. They're juggling so many things. And you have to 
keep that in hindsight when you're watching this. Exactly. Just, how does it portray? How does it relate to you personally in your own life? You, you're exactly. not running for this. You're not running for this office. You're not um, in this department. But like, apply it to your own life in some fashion. And and I think it works you. so well. Mm-hmm. It works so well. I mean, you you can really see like real life values that are portrayed through their relationship versus you know in the Princess Bride or in like a Disney movie where we still love those movies, but they're they're not realistic in, mm-hmm. in certain senses. Like, you know, you have the the damsel in distress and the guy that rescue rescues her. But in this one, I mean, Leslie Nope could rescue her damn self. Right. And so could Ben. He could rescue his damn self. And the two of them get together. That's why I love what you said about it, that, you know, they could both be self-sufficient. They were before. They could be after. Right. Um, and that's what I think makes a strong relationship is two people who are confident in themselves and then are together in that way and respect the other's individuality, which love is something it. that I think they do so freaking well. Yeah, they really do. Moving on to our next question. How did their breakup in season four affect their relationship and how did it help them as individuals? Yeah, so their breakup here is is kind of short um, and it's not similar to other relationships that we see that break up in this. I'm angry at this person and I'm never going to talk to them again, like blah, blah, blah. It seems fairly amicable. And I think more than anything to me, their breakup itself speaks to me more than like the time that they're broken up. Like, yeah, when they're broken up, they learn a lot about themselves as individuals and all of that. I think ultimately when Ben hands her that nope button, like basically (laughs) telling her to go run for office, that's a huge thing. Like he And he knew in advance that this is what she wanted and he He loved her so much that he he stepped back. And like was like, I can step back for you, which ultimately we talked about before. It, he sacrifices everything and maybe it's too much sometimes. But that's part of Ben's character. Like, I don't there's this whole thing going around now. Like, what's your love language? And some people will say my love language is like giving or receiving or whatever. But I think Ben shows his love through really selflessly giving to Leslie at mm-hmm. every turn. And that's what this breakup even shows is it's another it's almost another moment in their relationship rather than out of their relationship, if that makes sense. Um, But, yeah, what do you think? Well, the breakup is deeply heart wrenching and difficult Mm. to swallow. I think it was necessary for them as characters. Um, Leslie is Leslie and she is career driven and Ben does not want to hold her back. This is her dream we're talking about here. And what kind of boyfriend would Ben be if he said, no, you can't do what you want to like? You can't do that. I need you to be with me. Like, Mm -hmm. that would be selfish. So we'd only find him weak and also cruel. Instead, the breakup forces these characters to experience life without the other, however brief that might be. Mm -hmm. Um, And Leslie learns to balance her personal life and her career. Mm -hmm. She also realizes that she, in fact, does need Ben and doesn't want to lose him. He's too great of a guy. What can I say? Uh, And Ben also needs to find his passion for life. Um, It can't always be Leslie and he realizes that he needs to go find himself again the breakup shows them that romantic or not they are a good team and they need Mm -hmm. each other to be together Mm -hmm. so that's what I I enjoy I mean it's terrible to see you hate you hate to see it happen but like you know like even though they are breaking up 
in hindsight, you're like, okay, I, but I know they're going to be together regardless. So exactly. It's okay. You kind of just, just get that. It's feeling. just a phase. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just a phase they needed to go through. Okay. Next question. How do Ben and Leslie embrace each other instead of working to change each other? All right, let's face it. Ben is a huge nerd, but instead of trying to remove the nerdiness from him, Leslie falls in love with this side of him and supports him even when she doesn't understand it. Um, So, for example, for their, like, uh, Stephanie Armour brought up their anniversary episode. So, for their first (laughs) anniversary, Leslie gets Ben an official Iron Throne from the hit show I Game of Thrones. I love that. <laughs> and Ben is, to say He's the like, least, oh. <laughs> ecstatic and blown away. He's making this stupid face and he's just like jumping around the room. Uh, so while Ben's holding back tears and acting like a little kid on Christmas Day, Leslie makes um, several gestures um, to connect with him, like to try and like support him in, in his excitement. And she says, our starship is in trouble or the force sent me. And Ben responds like, Okay, why don't you just wait outside for a while? I'll take, I'll take this. <laughs> like, don't ruin this for me. I know you're trying, but like, give me some space. <laughs> he accepts- Side note: I love when he dresses up as Batman on the Treat Yourself episode. <laughs> he accepts that she's completely oblivious to all things nerd, and she accepts him for being his nerdy self. So I, lo- I love that about them. Um, On the flip side, Ben does not try to tame her, um, to tame Leslie in any sense. He knows who Leslie is and that she is a loving, free spirit. He even actively works to understand her enthusiasm for some things. Like little Sebastian, for example. He doesn't get why everyone is in love with this mini horse, but he buys into it to please Leslie. Leslie's passion is her job, and he does all he can to support her, even biting a few bullets for her along the way. Her overly optimistic way of life even transforms Ben over the number of seasons that they know each other. And I love that about them. He comes in as this um, just bad cop mentality. Like we have Chris Traeger, who's like this uplifting burst of energy, the good cop. But then we see um, Ben White as this like hard, cold hearted um, bad cop. And she's able to like tear apart his demeanor and make him anew and again i know i love these two and i'm basically just gonna say the same thing they respect each other and like it's it's not even like a it's not even just that they respect each other it's that they love the things that make the other person who they are rather than trying to change them so like with Ben and his nerdiness, like Leslie doesn't ever say like, oh, well, I can't have this kind of thing on my campaign. She just like loves it. She loves looking at his board games and she tries so hard. <laughs> just like. Was it called like so Dunshire cute. or something? Cones of Dunshire. Cones of Dunshire. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. And it becomes really popular in that one, uh, at that one office that he tries yes. to work at. <laughs> Oh, we have to, that little office that he keeps, like, declining makes me so sad. (laughs) Like, every time he goes in there and he leaves, I just, that's, again, comedy gold. The show is better than The Office. You can all come at me. Um, But then also sort of just like you said, Ben appreciates Leslie. Like, he doesn't put her on a pedestal. He knows she's flawed. But he, he admires her and he adores her. 
for her hard work and for, um, you know, for being true to who she is. And I think you can see it sometimes in his face when he looks at her, when she does something like when she does something really amazing, he, he mm-hmm. just like stares at her in awe. And I'm like, that is what every person should be looked at. Like, like Ben is amazing. Um, but so yeah, the two of them, they don't work to change each other. They embrace like what it is that's great about the other person. And I think they help to elevate that as well. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I love that. These two are amazing. Yes, they are. All right. Moving forward. Was Ben and Leslie's wedding the one you saw for them? Absolutely. (laughs) And you might disagree. Okay. Because I had, you know, there was a very similar wedding situation in new girl where they got married in the loft or whatever. Right. And it was kind of like, not, what I saw for Nick and Jess, I mean, maybe the location was, but it just was sort of a fall flat. Nick and Jess, didn't they get married at the hospital? Oh yeah, they got married at the hospital. So they like <laughs> tried to get married at the and at the, on the roof of the loft or right, whatever, something like that. And then it didn't work, and then the hospital. It just seemed very patched together and and not like them. But here's the reason I think that this this wedding for Ben and Leslie really worked is because these two very rule abiding people every moment that they have had to make a big decision has been fairly spontaneous mm-hmm. like when they started to secretly date or when the, they kissed each other or you know when he proposed to her or any of these things where you know when i don't remember exactly what scene it was but when ben was like the woman who makes all these pros and con lists like you really want to yeah. do this and she's like yeah Every moment that's brought them together has been a moment where they set aside their sensible selves and they just did it. And that's why I think that this wedding was so incredible because they had everyone there that they needed to be there, all the people they wanted to be there. And they also just like did it, which was so beautiful for the two of them. It it was just something that they like I know they were planning to get married in May and it would have been lovely but I feel like the two of them, their relationship is their little bit of like lovey chaos mm-hmm. in their lives of like very orderly stuff. So I don't know. I really liked it. What do you think, Devin? So for me, I have mixed feelings, but I'm, I majority lean on the sides of yes. Um, I don't know if I love that they get married at the parks office or I hate it, but I think it works for them. Um, that's where they met and that's the place that they call home in a sense Um, Mm -hmm. and they are surrounded by their family the parks people while they act hastily and move their wedding up three months they can't wait to be with each other and don't want to waste another moment apart ben has spent his life wandering around everywhere looking for leslie and that he actually says that in his um the vows his vows <laughs> yeah she says that in his vows and i love the intimate nature of their wedding it's not perfect but it's what they wanted and i love that i love them um i just love oh okay when leslie says um the things that you've done for me to help me support me surprise me and make me happy go above and beyond what any person deserves you're all i need i love you and i like you how freaking <laughs> adorable is that i always cry every time i see it yeah i love that i love that i love you and i like you it's so cute so moving on how has their relationship made them better people 
So I already mentioned this before, but when we first meet Ben, he was closed off and didn't understand the beauty of Pawnee and its people. Mm -hmm. However, over time, Leslie breaks Ben out of his shell and he falls in love with all things Pawnee, especially Leslie. Um, his first moment of appreciating the community of Pawnee is when the government shuts down and Leslie tries to hold a concert for the town and its kids. Um, however, when Freddie Spaghetti, their big performer, can't make it, <laughs> Ben drives to pick him up and on top of that offers to pay him more money to attend Leslie's event. Like, what a guy, Ben. This is the first like moment that I'm like, yeah, Ben. Yeah, get it, Ben. Get it. <laughs> um, but there's even that moment where they go out of town together um for a mission that um chris gives them and they're sitting at the dinner table and he's like i love working at pawnee and he's talking about leslie but he uses pawnee as a as a metaphor for leslie and i love that like he falls in love with the city and her at the same time and it's just like "Ah, all right With Leslie, during the first two seasons, we see her doing a balancing act between her job Mm -hmm. and her personal life. Then Ben walks into her life and everything hits the fan as she can no longer balance these two pieces of her life, Mm -hmm. since Ben is both part of her job and her personal life. She learns that she needs to make some choices. Ben helps her realize that there's more to life than work, Mm -hmm. that she doesn't always have to be the next big thing. Ben still supports her and encourages her. But he also helps her realize that just being Leslie and Ben at home is okay, too. Yes. Okay. I literally have nothing to add. You pretty much just summed <laughs> up like everything I was going to say. The two of them sort of, they sort of level each other mm-hmm. in a way. You know, they, you know, Leslie brings Ben out of his hard I I keep saying it, but his hard butt self in the beginning. (laughs) She brings him to a more fun and loving place. She brings him to accept himself even and, you know, get over his his past failures. She helps him through all of that. Um, And and Ben sort of brings her down a notch. I mean, Leslie is so intense. Um, But, you know, he he pushes her to accomplish more, but he also um, pushes her to take care of herself, which is something I feel like Leslie doesn't do. Yeah, they're so. really they're really big um, first event that they do together is the Harvest Festival. Yeah, and this is almost like a reiteration of um, Ben's Ice Town disaster, where he ran out of money and <laughs> his town went in bankruptcy. Um, but so it's another reiteration of that, and it's ex- it there's that. Um, period of time where they're like it's cursed because they're on this indian reservation and yada yada and ben's like no it's me it's me and leslie's like no you're wrong like we're gonna do this and it's gonna be awesome um so i love that like that's their biggest their moment of like coming together and kind of like fixing not fixing but just like kind of like patching and healing ben's Mm -hmm. brokenness from years before i love it i love it yeah it's really cool Last question. Here we go. Do we ship it? Do you really need me to answer this question? I know, right? I love them. I think that they are such a good example of a realistic couple who is hilarious for the comedy side of things, but also just loves each other and just has these heartwarming moments and takes care of each other and elevates each other and brings each other down to earth. And like, it's all just like, it's everything. It's everything a relationship should be. There are moments that we don't love, you know, when Ben's sacrificing perhaps too much of himself, but 
ultimately relationships are not perfect. They're flawed. Um, but this relationship is damn near as close to perfect as you can get. So <laughs> what do you think, Devin? Obviously. I love these two. They yeah. are so beautiful together. I laugh at all things Ben and Leslie, even Leslie's side comments about Ben's butt. Um, ah. <laughs> they're just a beautiful entity, and I appreciate them for just their constant nature of being together and wanting to support one another. I love that about them. Um, you see them go through their highs and their lows, and it's a really amazing relationship that you get to join them on. So I think it's really cool. Couldn't agree more. Love it. Okay, uh, so moving on. So, man, I love these two. Um, okay, so now let's read some comments. We wanted to hear from people who watch the show. What do you guys think about these two? Do you ship it? So the first one that we have is from Abby. Abby writes, oh, I love them. It's beautiful to see two characters who can hold their own and also have the capacity to balance each other out. Their compassion is everything, and I love that they are quirky and weird and not a stereotypical couple in love. Yes, thank you, yeah, Abby. So we true. talked about this before, actually, mm-hmm. um, that they can both hold their own and have the capacity to, the capacity to balance each other out. That's a great way to put it, that they're two individuals who just really re- like love and respect each other. So... Thank you for that, Abby. Yes, thank you, Abby. So amazing. Uh, Next, we have some commentary from Mary. She says, I love them. I appreciate how they're very different people who don't try to change each other, but help each other grow. The episode that really gets me is when Ben decides to leave his job in D.C. to propose to Leslie. That's got to be one of the (laughs) sweetest acts of love I've seen on TV in a while. Ah, It's so good. It when really comes, is. When he comes in, he's like, I'm thinking about my future. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Such a moment. And I love when uh, there's that episode when Leslie finds out that she's pregnant and Ben is somewhere, I think he's with Ron, and they're getting, like, shwasted or something. And then he comes back, like, drunk to the house, and he's like, I want to start a family. She's like, well... <laughs> <laughs> I got some news for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. I love it. I love them. Um, but thank you to both of our commenters. Yeah, thank you now, guys so much. We must move on to the moment you've all been waiting for, the announcement of our next episode. Devin, tell us who are we talking about in episode whatever number is next at this point. 15? I think it's 15. <laughs> Who's next? Well, we are talking about Catherine and Heathcliff from Wuthering Heights. Yes. This dark and obsessive couple has fans swooning, so we want to see why. Yep. Warning on this one. I have opinions about these two. I have opinions. So tune in to find out what those are. And if you have any comments on these two whatsoever, we would love to include them. Yes, thank you all so much for listening. We love you all and are so excited to keep sharing our thoughts with you. Please find us on social media. Uh, We have Instagram, we have Facebook, um, and on our website at www.weshipitpodcast.wixsite.com slash weshipit. Yes, and we want to hear from you. So if you'd like to be featured or sent in comments for the show, please email us at weshipitpodcast at gmail.com or message us on any of our social media. You guys are absolutely amazing. Amazing. We're so excited to 
continue doing this. Um, and farewell. Bye-bye, little Sebastian. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> See, See you, everybody. Next time. Bye, guys. <laughs>